Welcome to Mondays with Matt, with Matt Starkey. Start each week fresh with sound financial advice. Grab your coffee and maybe a pen. It's time to kick off your week with Matt. Hey everybody, welcome into this week's edition of Mondays with Matt. We are just into September, so happy Labor Day. Hope everybody had a good uh, Labor Day weekend. Matt, how are you doing, my friend? I'm doing great, Mark. As usual, I'm. It seems like I'm always, I'm always doing. You're always great, so happy, which is great. <laughs> I like that. It's I get very... accused of being happy a lot. You know, I. I don't well, know. Hey, I, there's there's worse things you could be accused of being, right? There, there's that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have a good Labor Day? Yeah, yeah. Labor Day is uh, is awesome. It's one of those um, days that I don't know. Kinda, I you know chill. I don't know how to interpret it always because it seems like um, you know we're we're grateful for the things that we have, the people, the this beautiful, wonderful country that we live in. Right. And, uh, all of, all of what, what our forefathers and our, our, you know, family has gone ahead of us and, and paved the way for us that we, we are so, so blessed. And, uh, despite whatever's happening in your life today, just take time to be grateful. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I think that's the really, really important thing is, um, nobody's promised tomorrow. As we know, there's uh, lots of events that happen and take place and have taken place. And um, so just be thankful for what you have and take some time and just, uh, I'd like to just reflect and um, think about just, you know, health and, and um, the fact that we were born in the greatest country in the world, I feel. Well, and, and just, uh, and some just of the being happy, that right? we still have. So, yeah. And that's, yeah. you know, just being happy, which is one of the things that you, again, I love doing the show with you because you're just, again, always so happy. So it's always nice. And what we're going to do is we're going to have a little fun with this, uh, this go around this Labor Day edition of the show. I've got some financial rules for you or retirement rules, if you will, Matt. And I'm just basically going to make it simple for you. Are these rules full of bull? Or are they legit? <laughs> so, uh, I love it. I love it. You know, it's funny. One of these, one of these, uh, one of these words, legit, is something that my kids are really into right now. Oh, it's okay. Like, All right. It's legit. It's everything. If it's you know, if they're not kidding, you know, it's, we used to it, say, "I'm not, I'm not kidding." I'm you not know, kidding. and they're, they're like, "No, that's like, totally hey, legit. Yeah. Legit, dad. Yeah, it's legit, legit so, dad." Yeah. So we had the unique opportunity to go on some some friends of ours invited us out. My son Jack and myself went out on the boat a couple of weeks ago and, uh-huh. and, um, we, he was down in the cuddy cabin, so I don't have a boat. So it's kind of fun. It was really fun for him. And he's like, there's a little, you know, a little toilet in there in case, oh, you, need, okay. in case you needed to use it while uh-huh. you're out on the water. Right. And so like he was down there and we were going out and I'm talking to the other, the parents there and the kids are in there playing and he's like, looks out and he's like, dad, there's a toilet in here. Legit. There's a toilet in here. So <laughs> he's like legit. And I like, la- we laughed and we're like, legit. That's <laughs> hilarious. Seven yeah. year old, you know, saying it's legit. <laughs> this, this boat is awesome. It's got a toilet. Yeah. Well, you know, there you go. Well, yeah. all right. So in, in honor of that, right. uh, we'll do, are these, yeah. are these rules full of it or are they legit? So we'll change it up for him. All right. So the 10% rule, uh, working folks save 10% of your income for retirement and you'll be fine. That's an old uh, standard rule we've all heard for years. If you just put away 10%, by the time you get to retirement age, you'll be good. Yeah, that's legit, Mark. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> that that 10% rule, I was uh, actually just talking to a young guy who just got his first job out of college, right? And he's he's excited. You know, he's making like $30,000. And and uh, so I, I we ran the calculator and I just said, dude, you got to start saving in now and investing now 10%. And uh, so we based it on $30,000 worth of income. And I said, even if you never get a raise and you save 10% of your income, starting out with zero, saving $3,000 a year. And I said, let's just put this away 
you're 20 right now. I said, if you save for four, invest this for 40 years, right? $3,000 a year for 40 years. So how much is that? All you math wizards, um, you're only investing $120,000 over that 40 year time frame. But because you started early and let's grow that. And let's say after tax rate of return on our investment is 8%. When I hit the calculate button, we discovered that saving 10% is going to have him close to three quarters of a million dollars, $777,000 oh, at wow. 8%. And, and so 10%, save money now, start investing, tell your kids, start investing now because compound interest in, in yeah. that 10%, it works. There you go. I mean, even when they're just getting started, if they make a, if they make a thousand bucks a month, just have them set a hundred dollars aside. Legit. You know, it's, as, a, it's a rule. There you go. It's <laughs> legit, yo. Uh, all right. The 4% rule. A lot of us are familiar with this. This is that rule that says you can pull 4% out of your retirement accounts and be fine in retirement. What's your say? Full of bull or legit? That one, yeah. I mean, that one tends to be a legit too. I mean, uh, naturally, you have to take factor in how much are we growing our investment. But the idea there is that if I take 4% of my income, so if I have a million dollars saved up, and I pull out 4%, that's $40,000 a year, right? Right. So if I take out 4% and I grow my investment by 6% per year, I should be able to reasonably protect my principal. Now, you're going to have to take on some risk sure. to, to get the 6% after tax rate of return. But um, so some years as the market moves, you might you, that might drop down below, which I've had that happen to clients. It's below your million dollar mark, if that's your mark, or maybe it's 500,000 or 750,000, but taking out 4%, if we earn more than 4%, that's going to relatively safely protect our principal. I mean, you got to factor inflation, but in re in the last 10 years, inflation hasn't really been, uh, it hasn't even hit 3%. It's been in the two to 3% range. So 4% of our investment plus a little bit should preserve our principal fairly well. Okay. Yeah. And a lot of times we, we've heard things like the 4% rule is maybe a little outdated. It was kind of from the 90s. Uh, maybe it's a little lower right now. But again, yeah, if as long as you're being you know, you're kind of properly adjusting. It's, and again, all of these are kind of rules of thumb too. So you take all of them with a bit of grain of salt as well. But we they just are. thought it'd be a little fun to kind of say, you know, you know, are they, you know, are they based in something that works or are they just totally out there? Uh, I don't think I'm too familiar with this one, the 25X rule. What is this one? Well, the 25X rule says you take your annual income and you multiply it by 25. Okay. And that deter that's going to determine how much you'll need to retire. Oh, wow. Okay. So this is kind of tricky too, because we've, we have this wonderful factor in a, it, called social security. So a lot of times that having social security can be like having an extra couple hundred thousand dollars in the, in the bank. But if you took a hundred thousand dollar income, and I don't know why I chose a hundred, but it's easy um, number. We, yeah. It's an easy number, right? Yeah. And then you multiply that by twenty five. That's two point five. Yeah, says two point five million dollars. Okay, and, and that seems so, like kind of like that seems kind of outlandish. Like somebody might be like, "Well, I'm never going to get to two point five million. Um, right? But it, but if I divide that by like thirty or twenty five years or thirty years in retirement, mm -hmm. you know, it, you divide. You would just multiply it by twenty five. But you know, even if I live a little bit longer than twenty five years into retirement. If I just spent that down and got zero return, that's going to pay me $83,000 per year if I live 30 years or if I live 25 years. Right. So, okay. $100,000 a year. Yeah, so, basically, so you, you're It is a little taking, less than your what you quote unquote were making annually. You take your income, right. Got and it. then we, we multiply it by 25 to determine how much we need to retire. Basically, you're just 
forecasting into the future. Okay, mm-hmm. if I if I continued on, and we talked about this in a prior podcast, if I keep my standard of living relatively the same, if I if I make fifty grand a year, you know, just cut that number in half. But that's about how much you're going to continue to spend for twenty five years into retirement. Now, some people live longer in retirement, and some people don't spend as much, and some people spend more. So it's just a rule of thumb. Um, I'm going to say bull just to be different from the legit, but it's just (laughs) kind of forecasting. I mean, you got no inflation, you got no rate of return on your investments. Right. And and this is just a rule that says, Hey, multiply your income by 25. And once you retire, if you, if you're the normal retire at 60, live to 85, that should do it. And if you can do that, great. But again, like you said, you didn't factor in social security. You didn't factor in the fact that your house will probably get paid off, you know, along the way as you get to retirement. There's a lot of things that, you know, cause somebody listening might say, well, man, you know, I was thinking a million dollars was already going to be tough to get to. And now you're saying 2.5. Well, no, that's just what the, this rule of thumb says. So again, every situation is a little different. Um, yeah. And that's not necessarily how much you need to invest or have an investments, but it's, it's how much you're going to spend through retirement. So it's, it's okay, but people can't, the one thing people can't predict is when they're going to die. Sure. So yeah. you could die in three years. And so that's a bull okay. <laughs> in that All case. Right. Or if you, if you outlive 25 years, then it's bull too, because yeah. it's, it's just a, it's just a prediction. Okay. I mean, we don't, right. we don't know. Yeah, we, but, don't know. Um, we don't know. Yep. But it's a 25 time the 25 X rule. Okay. Uh, now we kind of touched on this one. We didn't talk about the rule per se, but on our previous podcast a, a week or two ago, we talked about the fact that you know when we get to retirement, an easy way to trip up is people say, "Well, you'll spend less in retirement," and that's what the eighty percent rule is. That says that you'll need eighty percent of your income in retirement. Kind of to our point with the math you just did. If it was a hundred thousand and you did the twenty five x rule, two point five winds up being you know when you take it out annually, it winds up being like eighty grand a year versus the hundred you were making. But we kind of talked about that. We feel like eighty percent maybe isn't good because you're probably going to spend more in the early years of retirement, things of that nature. Yeah. I'm going to call bull on this rule too. Um, for the mere fact of, you know, we talked in a prior podcast about your expenses definitely change. And when you're prior to retirement, if you're doing your saving and investing, a lot of people invest 10% or some people invest 20 or 15%, but very few people that I, I find it can invest 20% of their overall income. So if you need to continue on at hundred percent of your income, even take your current salary or whatever, if you're investing 10%, that means you need 90% to live on. So the 80% rule, I kind of call bull. I usually tell people they need to plan for closer to 100% of their income. If we come up at 90, then great, we have a surplus. But sure, yeah. This is one of those rules that it's it's just, just a rule of thumb, like you said. It's just kind of a prediction. And it's to get people more to think about, hey, if you if I need 80% of what I'm making now, where where's that going to come from? So yeah, then okay. we got to say, do I have a pension? Do I have social security investments? Where, where's my money going to come from? So that's just a wake up rule. But I, I, I don't think it is very legit when it, when we talk about actual need. It, it tends to be closer to 100% of income because most people I know when they retire, they don't want to decrease their standard of living. Right, right. Uh, all right. So how about the rule of 72? A lot of us may have heard this one. What is this? The rule of 72 is, um, I love I love this rule. So this rule is uh, you take what your rate of return is on your investments, you divide that rate into 72, and that's how long it takes your money to double. So for instance, if you make 8% on your money on average, mm-hmm. you take the number 72 divided by eight, and that takes nine years for your money to double. Now, and conversely, if you're, if you're making... Uh, Six percent, let's say on your on your investments, take seventy two divided by six, 
and it takes 12 years to double your money. Okay. So, All right. Interesting. So yeah, so it's just it's just the rule of 72. I use this a lot cuz I think about when I help people income plan, I say, "Okay, we put a immediate money, right. You know, money out for 5 to 10 years from now and then the 10 year plus money, I I help them think about, okay, so if we earn 7.2% on our investment, it'll double in 10 years, right? Mm-hmm. Take 72 divided by you know, 7.2% return and it takes 10 years to double the money. So I get them kind of thinking if we can achieve 7%, 7.2% return on our market money for 10 years down the road, then while I'm spending my safe money in retirement, my market money hopefully will double. Gotcha. So, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one. I like that one. Uh, and then I'm going to, I've got two more, uh, one, uh, I'm sure most of us know, and that is the rule of 100. Uh, we hear this one a lot, and that's basically, Matt, where you say, you know, you take 100 minus your age. So if you're 60, basically it's just saying that 40% is what you should have in the market at risk. 60% should be safe. Pretty pretty easy yeah. rule. Yeah, if you live to be 100, you know, they want you to think about your longevity. So if I if I could live to be 100... Should all be safe. <laughs> yeah, you take 100 minus what your current age is, and that's the, the difference is what you would keep in the market. Yeah. So basically I th- think of that one as it's, it's kind of a weird rule. I I'll say it's legit. Kind of a rule um, of thumb, but definitely has some wiggle room. Yeah. Definitely has got wiggle room, but it's legit. You know, they just basically think about it as take your current age and that's how much yeah. should be in fixed. Well, if or, you're, if you're 50, right, your, your risk, you you got 50% out there trying to grow the money and 50% safe. And if you're 60, then it goes to 40, you know, at risk and then 70, yep. 30, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, it's, this is such a interesting rule, and I think it's caught on in past years that they have age-adjusted portfolios. So every year you get older, we adjust your fixed income one percent higher. So every okay. you know, if yeah. you're if you start out with you know investing in your forties, you know, every year you get older, it automatically will will just pull one percent into fixed income, right? And, and your your portfolio just. Well, in, in a way, target date funds are supposed to do that, right? As you get closer to the target date, it's supposed yes, to re- they are. reduce the risk, right? They they are, yeah. But um, what happened in 2008 was was a really big wake-up call for target date funds because those 2010 target date funds lost like 80% right, in 2008. Yeah. It's yeah. like, wait a second. I thought I was supposed to be able to retire in well, two years. And, and now... <laughs> Black, you know. Black Swan events will do that, though, right? When they come out <laughs> and they, you know, That's like right. pandemic, you know... Uh, Black Monday, you know those those events will come out and kind of unfortunately well, they blow the they, they blew the <laughs> they blow the rule of thumbs right out of the water. So they sure do. Uh, all right, well, so, good. Well, there you go. Well, that's that was pretty fun. I think that we had some uh, some bull. No, no wait a second. Oh, you said you what? had two more rules. No, I did. You're right. One? I did. Have you heard of the rule of eleven? I thought this was really cute. An advisor told me this years ago. Have you ever heard the rule of eleven? The rule of eleven? No, mm-hmm. I don't think I have. Uh, basically, he, he he's of the philosophy that simple is better, and he said the rule of eleven is if you can't explain your retirement plan, your financial plan to an eleven year old, it's too complicated. <laughs> Very good. That's legit. <laughs> there you go. Uh, because some people don't want, a, you know, they get intimidated by an overly complex plan. That's what the advisor's for is to handle the the complexities and and you want that part that the that the client and the consumer is using they you want it to make sense to them and that they can, you know, easily talk about it amongst themselves and share it with their family in in a way that, you know, is understandable and digestible. This Mark, this is a good rule because it's it's true. I can think of last week I was sitting with some some clients and I had to explain just one simple thing to them. It was about an investment they had prior to coming to me. And I said, do you understand that? And she said, 
no, but that's okay. You do. <laughs> and I'm right. like, well, you need to understand this. So that's a constant challenge. So yeah. Oh, yeah. in in the industry, you know, there's some buzzwords that as advisors, we get trained using this lingo or this language, but then we have to somehow convert that to the layperson. And so, yeah, yeah I got to think about like a kindergartner or a, or a third grader. We got to, we got to convey this message in words that people can, un, can clearly understand. And, so right. And that's, that's why a I challenge like for me. So yeah. as you're listening to our podcast, know that this is a challenge. And if you don't understand, you know, and you have an idea for, for, some of the things that we're talking about, definitely email me, call me yeah. or text me and just let me know, Hey, Matt, let me explain to you how I hear this. And let me, Absolutely. You know, I love, I love analogies. I love stories that can explain this. And so, yeah, this rule 11 is a legit rule. We want to know how to come across plain, simple, and easy to understand. So if you find things confusing, or if you've found something that works for you, if you like these rules, let us know about them because I'm really interested to hear that. All right. Well, there you go. And I'll tell you how to do that, folks. You can email him at matt at greatlakesretirementsolutions.com. Again, matt at greatlakesretirementsolutions.com. You can go to greatlakesretirementsolutions.com, if I can say that, greatlakesretirementsolutions.com. While you're there, you can submit an email question to the show. You can click on the podcast page. You can subscribe to us on whatever platform you choose. And as always, you can just call if you want to talk, schedule some time for an appointment or just talk about, uh, hey, this is what's on my mind. This is what I'm concerned with. What do I need to do? 989-401-2949 to have a chat with Matt. 989-401-2949. And that's going to do it this week for Mondays with Matt. We hope you enjoyed our rules, our rules of thumb here. And uh, Matt, my friend, have yourself a great week and uh, make sure you stay legit. You too, Mark. And uh, thanks everybody again for listening. Definitely contact us with your questions or concerns. We'd love to hear from you. It's all about you. So uh, let us know how we can help. Thanks so much. And we'll see you next time here on Mondays with Matt. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.